Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Welcome in, everybody. It's All Pro Lives, the podcast. Thanks for being here. I got a great guest today. It's Tom Simmons, comedian, longtime friend of the podcast, contributor, funny dude, nice guy, off a cruise ship recently, I believe. We'll have to check with him about that. Uh, Lots to talk about. I just got back from uh, the Dakotas. It was fun, man. I really enjoyed it. I had had three nights. Uh, First night was travel. I hung with Brian Miller. Another great friend of the podcast and great contributor. Uh, he, uh, we had dinner and watched a little bit of the Thursday night game. And then I drove up to uh, St. Cloud with, where I stayed in the hotel that had the famous uh, vending machine. Some of you have seen this on social media. <laughs> the vending machine had a couple of three of the uh, drinks the hand, that were handwritten and one was Cock Zero. Ah, oh, non-native English speaking is fun sometimes, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> honey, it's no calories. Cock zero. Uh, then I went to Fargo, which I've never been to Fargo. I, I don't know how. There aren't many places left in America I've never been. I've never been to Fargo. I've done other many other cities in the Dakotas, never Fargo. Uh, and now I remember why I, there's no radio exposure there for me. And, uh, one woman came to see me on purpose from far away. Uh, the rest of the crowd was small and great and didn't never heard of me, which is fine. But, uh, but the town is great. The town is, it's got, it's exactly what you want it to be. It's, and I, and I stay at the Radisson, like right downtown. And the gig was like 50 yards away and you walk past a little, uh, Christmas trees and decoration out in this little court area and there's ice skating. And then there's a street with just bars and restaurants and life and Christmas lights and old theater. And it was so cool. It was great. And, uh, my, uh, my, my, my good buddy, my radio friend, James, uh, from South Dakota came up to see me and we ran around and got drunk in the town and it was cool. I, I loved it. Uh, and I just walked home sleep. Oh, nice bed. Sleeping after drinking with the walking. So nice. 
But it did snow when I was there, which made me a little nervous. And the first hour of the drive from Fargo to Sioux Falls was a little tricky, a little tricky for a Georgia boy. I did all right. Uh, and then Sioux Falls was great. Gritty band bar, and the crowd was awesome, and I could have talked to them for two or three hours. It was just a pleasure. I got a, I got a standing ovation, and I got to see some other great friends up there. Uh, so it was, it was nice. It was three nights on the road, two shows, friends every night, and uh, some nice folks and good crowds, and I'm, I'm blessed, and I'm a lucky man. I love, I love my job. I should do it more often. <laughs> Let's check on the folks here. Heather's in. Ron, what's up? Good to see you guys. Uh, thanks for being here. It means a lot, guys. Um, all right. We uh, we can dive in and do, do a few jokes here. Let's see. Oh, let's do a couple announcements. The other gig's coming up. Atlanta. I'll be in Atlanta Christmas week, uh, December 22 and 23, I believe. And then January, I'm doing Ashtabula and Erie. And there's some other stuff on the calendar, and I'm adding lots of stuff coming up. And uh, Patreon, we encourage you to go to patreon.com and uh, type in All Pro Lines and uh, support the show. That's all. Underdog Fantasy, if you're not doing it yet, you're silly. It's fun, especially for island games. We got two tonight, two Monday night games. No one explained why, but we got two simultaneous. They're not staggered. Um, perfect for island games. Put a little uh, over 242 yards for Patrick Mahomes and under 72 yards for the running back and over, you know, it's fun. You can just pick a few things and cluster them or not. And you can actually do little fantasy drafts just for the weekend. There's a lot, there's a lot of cool ways to sort of enjoy, enjoy football a little extra. I love it for Island games in particular. That's, that's my taste. Let's, uh, let's, let's do, let's do, let's do the two minute drill. Falcons, baby. Falcons are still number one. They're tied for, they're technically second, I think, in the tiebreaker. There are three teams atop the division at six and seven. Oof. This is the worst division since long division. That's a bad division. It's a, it's a bad three-way. Skyline Chili's got a better three-way. The Golden Girls would have a better three-way. It's a, <laughs> the Falcons owner. That's why they call him Arthur Blank, because it's better than Arthur Fuck. That's why. Arthur Cocksucker. Didn't occur to you to get a top 50 quarterback over the last two years at any point to run a $6 billion franchise. Um. We lost two more big-name quarterbacks this week. That's really the big news, sort of, you know, league-wide. It's gotten completely out of hand. The NFL's gone through so many starting quarterbacks. It's like the whole league is the Browns. Nobody wants that. CBS should have a new drama investigating quarterback injuries. NCIS QB. Maybe we could rename the this season Last Quarterback Standing because that's pretty much whoever has a quarterback who's – a starting quarterback? You, you you still have a starting quarterback in week 15 of 2023? You win, dude. So many injuries. Quarterbacks are going down more than Andy Dick. Huh? That's a lot of... <laughs> I can see Tom Simmons give me, give me a... Come on. Still laughing. There's no... <laughs> there are no marquee names left it's like some of the comedy clubs i work 
you know, we got the biggest name in comedy. And but <laughs> what was the one guy, Tom, from way back? The uh, Jim, what was it? Jim, Jim Beam, Hundred Proof Comedy or something? We had a couple of those. Anyway, there's some bad comedy names out there. Um, they barely get even get to hit the quarterbacks anymore. Are these new quarterbacks made out of balsa wood. What's happening? Can we have Tom Brady donate his ankles and knees to science? Can we figure out what's happening. Patrick Mahomes is pissed, man. That's really all you see if you turn on SportsCenter right now. Cripes. He lost it on the sidelines. He was screaming at the refs. That must have sounded hilarious, like cutting off Kermit the Frog in traffic. Mahomes is biracial, and yet he put the zebras on blast. Huh? There's a joke I probably can't do on the radio, but I can do here. They were mad. Actual Chiefs complained less about their losses. Usually when someone in Kansas is complaining this loudly, it's because they're teaching evolution at the school. <laughs> I have to look at it. Do they even play in Kansas? That's probably irrelevant. It's probably someone's gonna someone's gonna go. They play in Missouri, dumbass. I'm sure I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna get that note from somebody. Uh here's an idea, Chief. Score more than 17 points in the first 59 minutes. Then you won't have this problem. This offense, it's very unchiefs like this year. Get it together. Get a get a good receiver for this poor guy. Christ. The Cowboys look good. They might earn the right to get blown out in the playoffs by the Niners. That'll be fun for everyone. Uh Jerry Jones has no issue with the brotherly shove. Is that because that's how he gets the strippers into the limo? Just guessing. Also, <laughs> which sounds more like a gay bar, the brotherly shove or the tush push? Those, those are both a little. Jets Colts scoreless in the first half. So are Vikings Raiders. This Sunday, we had more zeros than a white pride rally. It's a lot of zeros. Damn. Vikings beat the Raiders three to nothing. Frank Wycheck took the easy way out. Uh, it was zero zero at the two minute warning in the game. It's this is the truth. This is listen to this stat. It's the lowest scoring indoor game in NFL history. Nobody could score. It was like a straight guide, an indigo girl show. The Raiders got shut out. Apparently what doesn't happen in Vegas also stays in Vegas. Deep in the third quarter, the Vikings had negative total passing yards. Josh Dobbs is making me question how hard it really is to be a rocket scientist. Jefferson got hurt. He's been out for a month and a half. He comes back second play of the game for him. He gets hurt. It sucks, man. The Vikings were encouraged that it was only an internal chest injury. Like, I'm not a doctor, but that sounds that's some important shit in there. What are you talking about? Vikings offensive coordinator was arrested for DUI, but the team still took him to Vegas, which I believe in Vegas they call it doubling down. Your drinking is out of control, Wes. We'll talk about it at the casino bar. Uh... Joe Flacco back in style, like an old pair of blue jeans. He's like a kid visiting his old high school. He gets older and they stay the same age. <laughs> a Jaguars employee is being investigated for stealing $22 million. I'm just guessing here. Is it Urban Meyer? How do you think you could steal $22 million and get away with it? What do you do? Steal $700,000 and get the fuck out of there. This is, what do you, it's ridiculous. 
Uh, oh, here's a joke from Tom Simmons. This is a good segue. The Chargers, they lose more games than people lose Chargers. I'm just saying, they've left a few games in the hotel room. You know what I'm saying? All right. And with that, we'll bring in the man who wrote that joke and many others. Great friend of mine, a good dude, Tom Simmons. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I forgot that joke. That was a, that, that was like a, that was a few weeks ago with after they'd lost or something, right? I, that was a. They they've been winning since. I had to hold on. To yeah, good for you. <laughs> I, I thought I had some uh, Patrick Mahomes wide receiver. Like get him some. I, when you said that premise, I was like, oh, I thought I wrote a couple of those a few weeks ago too. Because I off of one of your memes, you'd said. But something we did about it. it. We did a couple of those because it was definitely a problem at the time. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. The wide yeah. receivers that they were they need to get him a, a wide receiver one because his wide receivers are all number two. Yes, there were a couple of those we did right away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I still think is true. In fact, there's some stat that they had on SportsCenter last night. It was like the the Chiefs wide receivers are at eight percent drops, which is some crazy like number that you never see it that high. Um, and the next closest team is at five percent. Most of the teams are down like two and three and whatever. Wow, it's really that low of drop balls. I guess if they define it as super catchable and you don't catch it, yeah, huh. I get, I'm surprised it's that low too. Actually, I had the same thought. That's a really low number, I would think. Um, because I was we, me and my son were just trying to think. Of, he goes, he was trying to figure. He asked me what my top five receivers of all time were, and if Julio Jones was in them, was in it. Oh, and I was like, I don't think so. But then I, as soon as I started trying to name some, I was like, I, I, I couldn't. Like I, I was yeah. like. The guy from the Lions, the um, yeah, Megatron, Megatron. Like he's somebody said Terrell Owens, but I, I just something about him. I know he's been great, but he had he his drop rate, I think, was pretty high. Like, yeah, he would make spectacular ones, and then like what? By the way, Mahomes was complaining so much, right? Making so much noise about those calls, right? Even his good neighbor called and complained. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should, should be a joke about the ads. I was thinking of the one where he shares the chicken McNuggets with Andy Reid or something. Yeah, every the, every all the things they do with Andy Reid are about him. They're all like fat jokes. He's <laughs> lost, but he's lost like 150 pounds in the last year. But is every, that right? I don't know. He just looks smaller, but he maybe <laughs> hasn't. But they're really they're really going with the uh, Andy Reid's a fat guy thing. Which, I can't believe way, he doesn't have things. a Waffle House ad with that yeah, yeah. play sheet. It looks just like a Waffle House menu. Yeah, that's that's a good point. <laughs> and he holds it to his face like he's sniffing it. Like it smells like oh hash God, browns or something. Yeah, don't do that with a Waffle House menu. <laughs> I would not recommend that. <laughs> where where are you? What's going on? How, are you just back from a boat? Where, where, where'd you go? I am, and I leave again tomorrow. So I go to fly to Belize tomorrow and get on another Holy one. Shit. Yeah. This one was a weird one, dude. It was like, I was really, when you do a theater show, you have to do totally different than what you do in the club, right? So they have a club and a theater. And then usually it's like you do a, we do a combined theater show where we split the time on one show. So you just save stuff. You have like seven shows in the club. And this time it was two shows in the club, a a family one and an adult show. And then two shows in the theater, a family and adult that need to be, that were 45 minutes each on their own and needed to be totally different than what I'd done in the club. And then Holy so shit. I was already like, all right, wow. Okay. I, 
I have that, I guess, you know, I can mix, I can do that. And then they, then like somebody in the Donna summer show got hurt. And then I get a call. Don't answer your phone on a day off. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, can you come cover the show? So it's like that. So I did another, so it's like, I started the week with a theater show and then it's like, I had to save another. So it was a, I was in panic mode. So a couple shows in the club were sort of panicky and I'm like, Oh, I'll try crowd work. And again, I realized I I don't know how to do that. It's so weird after all these years that that you're not great at that. Me too. I don't, I don't really, I don't love that part of the show, but I'm willing to do it if I need to. If it's part, if it, if it, if it, if it's part of the show, like it somehow it happens organically, you know what I mean? Or I notice something and like you can, and it can flow back into the show like that stuff i'm pretty good at right you know in the moment sort of talking blah 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 but this but asking people how they're doing and uh, you know what do you do and blah, blah, i just I, and no matter how many times i try that i never have an answer for what they do <laughs> it's like it's like i've never heard of that profession i've never you know <laughs> yeah. well the problem for I'm you is very, you don't not... you don't care about these people <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what you do. I don't really want to talk to you. It's hard to fake it. Oh, maybe that is it. I just think I, I have a little bit of that sometimes. You know, it's some like, well, I'm the assistant to the, I can't even, I, it's hard for me to even stay focused. I'm so disinterested in the job or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying to start asking people, like, if I do, it's like more like, so what are you good at? You know what I mean? Or what was the last book you read? You know, something that's just different. Right. But, yeah. But still, right. it's, it's it, it i'm gonna start pushing myself to get better at that because i i i have the ability to talk i just you, i'm just talking to you yeah i've known you for 87 years and i still yeah. like I, you know i'm not very good at this i'm not very good at talking to other humans <laughs> that's what you do for a living <laughs> I, know, I know i know well that's impressive that you could pull that off man that's cool that's really like that's a lot of keeping track and organizing and separating and to have a menu that large to be able to dissect it out like that. It's pretty, pretty amazing. Well, I, I think a lot of, I think a lot of guys do it and a lot of guys can, it's just, you don't really real, and you have to rely on really old jokes that you have everything you've ever written, you know what I mean? Which right. is cool, but, and then the, just work in a bunch of different places and always having to work that muscle. Like it's like, I feel like, oh, I was, I'm, that's what I'm working towards anyway, is trying to have like five different 45 minutes, just so I just have, I just like to, I want to have so much material that it's every show is fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. It's impressive though. It's hard to do. There's so, so much minutiae each, that. you know, yeah. each, each few seconds is very rich, you know, and to have that much that's on your tongue and ready to go and polished and good and accessible and not too filthy and not too you know not been done i mean you have to you have to check so many boxes it's uh it's pretty cool um is is covid changed anything about the ships at all no they're pretty much just the same a handful of people wear masks and everyone just goes about their lives and it's fine yeah everybody's less paranoid you know i was doing a thing i was doing a thing at the at the buffet like they have a, a water thing where you know if you you get your drinks and the things they have an ice and water thing and it has a sign above it to, please don't fill your water bottles use use a fresh glass blah 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 and everybody just fills their water containers with it so 
I would walk by and if I saw somebody do it, I wouldn't say anything. I would just reach up like right above and just point to the sign, like put my <laughs> finger on the sign and then just keep walking. <laughs> I'm so obnoxious. <laughs> I think those kind of things work though. I remember the one that got me was years ago. I was riding my bike on one of the paths and like in New York City that, you know, there's all these great bike paths along the river and, uh, a biker that was coming the other way just rode by and just goes, nice helmet. I did, I wasn't wearing one. And it made me think about it a little bit. I, I, I definitely wore a helmet more after that. Because of the shame the guy gave you or because you're like, you know what? He's right. I need a helmet. Or you're yeah, like, no. Yeah, it wasn't shame because I, I, I knew he was right. I shouldn't wear a helmet. So you're in New York City. We're, put a biking helmet on. What are you doing? Okay. <laughs> Nice yeah, helmet. Got, like I never, I never even saw his face. He just rode by. I just heard it. <laughs> yeah, you, you giving me, you giving me shit about throwing my gum on the ground when I was in my twenty, late twenty, whatever. Like made me never do that again. Really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm surprised. You're like, know. what are you doing? Throwing gum on? Like, what, you, there's a trash can over there, you know. And I, and I'm already was already like a don't litter and blah 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 guy. But I was like, yeah, just gum, you know. And you were just like, you're a such a dick. Like, like I like. <laughs> Like in your head, I was the one that caused you that day to step in gum. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I... <laughs> well, I always, I always hated this sort of group punishment for things. Like, it never occurred to me to put gum on the bottom of a table, but now I can't chew gum because somebody else did. That's not fair. That's one of those like gum's always been. T I don't even care about gum. I don't even chew gum, but it's just like an easy example of like group punishment. Pisses me off. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And see also you know, drinking laws and weed and, you know, fireworks and everything else like gambling and poker and sports betting, all these things like, well, there's, there's a handful of people who can't handle it. So I can't do it. Well, fuck you. That's a crazy rule. Oh, okay. Well, you just, do you think you, if you were an athlete, you should be able to gamble? Like if, or if you worked for the Jacksonville Jaguars, should you be allowed to Steal no, I think that's an important line to draw. I mean, even if it's not particularly useful, it's the perception that it could be is bad enough. I understand that the shield is going to be super tough on those kind of moments, and they should be. I get it. And actually, I heard, you know who convinced me to, to not worry about that anymore? It was Pac-Man Jones. There's a guy who hasn't really followed all the rules all the way through, and I saw right. him on on McAfee or something. And he was talking about, I think it was Calvin Ridley or, Oh, you know, it wasn't Ridley, but it was the one after that. It was the receiver in uh, Detroit. He you was know, like, that, that, every, did, that didn't really affect their season. Did it? Like they got everybody back and they've gotten worse. Like, did they get everybody back? They got, there was like three or four of them that got suspended, right? At an Alliance facility. Yeah. But I think he was the only like marquee name and he hasn't really been good. Even when he's played, I, I don't know if he's, he strike he might be one of those knuckleheads that never gets it together. Um, but so Pac-Man Jones is like, no, dude, they talk about it in the meetings. They talk about it in the meeting again and again, and you have a specific thing where you go and you talk about it, and they have signs in the locker room. Don't right. gamble. Like he's like, so you're you're just the, being a dick if you do it. You know yeah. what the rule is. Don't be an asshole. Like you, you know, you know, it's easy. It's easy uh, okay. to follow the rules, according to Pac-Man, and they're not subtle about it. Like it's a point of emphasis in the league right now. And it, and yeah, I my get son's, it. My be. son's got a, got a list when he's because he went to he's going to you know he's pitching at a college, so they he's got a list from the NCAA about you know not allowed to be in 
Super Bowl pools and you know any of that stuff. Oh wow, it's interesting. Yeah, and Super same Bowl thing. Pool. Same thing. Same thing with other things. Like he's like, I can't drink. There's certain like like a Red Bull or a certain a, a certain level of energy drinks that he's not allowed to drink within an hour of performance. It's like there's a lot oh. of stuff that he that you wouldn't even think with it, but he'd bread it and he'd be like, wow, all right, well I can't use that that protein powder either. Cause it has the, you know, so it's interesting what you got to pay attention to. Right. But he's well, Pac-Man's right. I mean, they start telling him immediately, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially on something that's like the central, you know, touchy issue in the league at the time. It's a pro league. These aren't, these aren't little kids, you know, <laughs> these are grown ass men making a lot of money to play a game. You got to follow the rules. It seems yeah. fair. By the way, I want to, I have a, and where I live in North Carolina, half the season, we like, or the, at least a third of the season, we weren't getting Fox on, on our AT&T station, you know, they're like, cause they're in their little contract disputes, you know, sometimes the station gets sh- shut down. So no football games on that and on that channel for a while. Right. And yeah. then they're back. And now to this week I found out CBS is gone. I'm home for one day where I can watch sports and I want to watch some football and the stupid Carolina game is on on Fox and because it's the local game, the two games are on CBS and they're shut down. It's so annoying. I had this, this year I tried a different way to watch the games and I have to say, it's been a pain in the ass. I, it's, it, I think of that Gaffigan joke. They should put the streaming services together and c- bundle it and call it cable. Yes. <laughs> cause you have to, cause now you have to have Amazon so you could watch the Thursday night game. And then you have to have, I had, I, what I tried was I'll have the NFL.com package that, and you, and if you do the upgrade, then you get red zone. So I'm like, I'm good on Sundays, but Sunday night is NBC, which is different. Right. And then Monday night is ESPN, which is different or ABC, which they don't have on the sling. And it's just, it, it's just like, it's such a pain in the ass to keep up with it all. So you I think so, football will make it easier. The NFL would be like, we ha- these games are going to be on for the brand, but I, I guess not. It's so but weird. they're clearly leveraging it, and because they're making so much money, some of these places it's probably a, it's it's probably a loss leader for them. But they want the NFL, and so you know they want to be a part of that conversation. So, uh, you know, it's a pain. And here's what I here's one thing I tried. I tried. I'll, I'll have ESPN Plus that way I can get the articles and I can watch Monday night and whatever. ESPN Plus doesn't include ESPN. You can't watch Sports Center and you can't watch the Monday night game. Well, I'm like, uh, well, fuck this. That's the whole reason I'm paying you fools. Yeah, I, I had care. the same. I had I had the same that went with the MLB package when I was a, as a baseball fan. Like I got it for a couple seasons. I don't even know why I got it the second season because it's useless. I live in North Carolina. I want, I want to watch the Braves games. But now it's since it's in within the Atlanta area, they won't play the the, the game because it's blacked out in the region. <laughs> so stupid. I can't believe they still are messing with blackouts. The only no game I care about is the one on my team, and I can't watch it for three hours after it's over. It's so stupid. That is stupid. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. That's an old. They should let that let that should be in the pile with the chasing players about smoking weed and like we're done with that now. Uh, Marge is in here and Jared says, uh, from Wisconsin, go pack, go. That's tonight. Double Monday night. 
The Packers uh, are a good tur- – them and Denver have, like, a, really turned it around. Owen and I were talking about that yesterday. Like this After being dead in the water. They earlier. were jokes, and now they're like, oh, okay, they're in it. There's so many – Right. Like, it's so weird to see, like, how many teams are still alive in the playoffs. And Right. Uh, Benjamin said, pause McAfee for you, pal. Oh, that's nice. Take that, McAfee. He's probably reeling over this news. I'm going the opposite way of 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 covering up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you get the muscle shirt. Skin. I'm going shirt jacket. I should throw on a hoodie over. Like you know. What oh, I'm saying? I thought you, you your neckline's a little low though. It's a little. That's nice. Oh, <laughs> it's a little gift for the ladies. Oh, we got a Eric says go Cowboys. All right, we got people from all over. Yeah, they look they look pretty good too on paper because that's I didn't I didn't watch. Oh, I got a, I got a, I got a comment from Tom Simmons on here. I didn't catch till now. <laughs> Someone's yeah, going to call you out for politics on the evolution joke. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> for sure, leave yeah. your politics out of this. Right, well, was, <laughs> is that the Scopes trial? Is that what that reference is? It's been a minute. When is it? Too. It's not too, too soon. Scopes uh, trial comedy. Too soon. <laughs> Jerry Oliver. Yeah, Jonathan says uh, it's they play in Missouri, dumbass. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Fair. I thought maybe that was right. He's a little <laughs> over the top, mad about it. About his guy was offsides. Yeah, that's the rule, you know. That's the rule, man. It's clearly like when you're yelling at your kid because your gig sucked or whatever. You know, it's like it's not really what you're yelling about you this team has been frustrated it must be frustrating for him all year to score most of the seasons he scores 30 40 points every game and this year it's like 17 yeah 21 19 right take 11 less million a year and get yourself a receiver you know what i'm saying there's a you can't pay everybody right yeah it's a good point i you know or they should receivers prioritize a hard position that. too, man. Like, who are your top five receivers of all time? Of all time, you got to put Jerry Rice and Randy Moss in there immediately, and then the right. other three are you could pick from twenty five guys. Right? Isn't it crazy that there's that few that you <laughs> you think you yeah, but you know, over it. I think I think you I think you probably put Megatron in there. I think you probably Julio makes that list of all time. Not a, but don't you think immediately who I always think I think Julio you almost those six years of how great he was are almost overshadowed by how much he sat out with toe injuries or whatever. You know what yeah, I mean? He definitely was, had injuries. And he also like had whatever some like weird allergy to the end zone. He just didn't score as much as most big time wideouts did. He always like his touchdown totals on the even on his good years were like six, five, really? seven. Huh. Yeah. Is the opposite um, of Chris Carter? He just doesn't yes, score touchdowns? Yes, the opposite of Chris Carter. See, Chris Carter you could talk about. Steve Smith. There's some wow, good I ones, man. Think... Antonio Brown in his prime, man, he was unbelievable. Yeah. Larry but Fitzgerald. You... There's a bunch of Larry Fitzgerald. A Fitzgerald is like, yeah, he's yeah, he's there, been there for – he was there. He's probably got the long – him and Rice were the extended career versions, you know, like a Steve Largent up, type. Uh, but yeah, Owen and I were talking about that too. Like it's everybody has like five or six year runs and then they're they're done at this skill position. Don't it doesn't really last that long. Michael Irvin maybe in there. Michael Irvin, that's interesting. 
all-time leaders in, re in receiving yards. Rice is one. Fitzgerald is two. I didn't realize he was that high. He well, just he was played, good. He, he's been good for 12 forever. or 13 years. Yeah. Yeah. T.O. is three on this list. <clears throat> Randy Moss, Isaac Bruce, Tony Gonzalez. Man, you're a tight end. You make this list? That's amazing. That's, again, it's, it's a testament to longevity. He played for so long. By the way, he, I was thinking about this. You know how you're talking about Belichick doesn't win now that he doesn't have Tom Brady? And so maybe it's Tom Brady that was great. You know who uh, had a terrible year last year without Gronkowski? So maybe it was maybe it's Gronk that was the yeah. so great. <laughs> yeah, Gronk was great. Uh, just to power through this list a little bit: Tim Brown, Steve Smith, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Andre Johnson, James Lofton, Chris Carter, Anquan Bolden, Henry Ellard. That's the first name I don't know. What year was that? Oh, that I was. Is it a Minnesota 90s. Viking and the purple people eater that was named Ellard? He was the lineman though. I talked to him this this year. Julio Jones on this list is 16 for total yards over kind of thing. Tory Holt, Andre Reed. There's some good ones, man. Antonio Brown's pretty far down here. Jimmy Smith. I have a, I have a brand new pack of uh, 1990s football cards. What? You know, what word right didn't you now? understand? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, tell me, give me the background. What year is it from? 1990. Where did you get this? They're in the studio here. That one of the guys that we, it's in the studio, had had a few here. So what do you? I won't know. For? I won't know you any wanna, of these. Keith Keith Willis. You want a, a, a rookie card from some giant star? That's what you root for. I guess so. Ronnie Lott, baby. Ronnie Lott. He was a great one. Mark Rippin. It's amazing how many you don't know. Simon Fletcher. God, so many that never heard of before. Steve, <laughs> Steve, Mc, Steve McMichael. It's amazing that you can be the greatest at something you do, and then you're flipping through, and you're like, never heard of him, never heard of him. Wouldn't make the team. Probably wouldn't start at Georgia. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> you would put a joke in here. People fear COVID these days as much as other NFL teams fear the Panthers. God, the Panthers suck for all the talk about how the. Oh my God, that's the that's the worst thing about living in North Carolina is having to watch those games. Oh my God, and I'm a Falcons fan, so I could just, oh, watching that game yesterday is just so brutal. How about uh, I mean, Zach Wilson? You don't have anything about him. He finally has a good game, and you know that was crazy. Real we don't write about successes here with jokes. <laughs> we, we make fun of you when you fall down. We don't. That'd be, that'd be funny to have a little quick segment of like saying nice things about yeah. people you, sh you shit on all year, right? That's how we do kudos. Yes. <laughs> kudos to Zach Wilson. Yeah. Desmond Ritter had a, he had a good game. I didn't watch it. I was traveling, but it, I, you know, I was following along with the stats and I was like, oh, interception. Oh, fumble for a safety. Yeah. And it didn't convert on the third down. Oh, I didn't see it. But you, the eyeball test, he looked good. I, I just, I went by stats also, but it, he looked pretty good statistic wise. And then my son pulled it up. He was like, as I was doing the same thing, complaining, he's like, you can just go online and watch it. I'm like, I, I don't know how to do that. You know what I mean? And then he's got the Falcons <laughs> on. I watched the, we watched the end of the game. And I was like, I could have been watching this the whole time. Um, but, uh, 
he, it was back he did complete a bunch of passes to Drake London finally, and he threw a touchdown to Kyle Pitts as a fantasy dork. I was happy to see all that stuff. Like he's yeah, he's a functional and I saw, quarterback. And I saw a running back, which I haven't really got to see make any plays this year. And uh, watching him take one down the sideline, it was like, wow, that guy's good. <laughs> he should be good. He's God, the eighth they should be getting. Pick. They should be getting him the ball. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. Just He's supposed to be generational there. prospect, you know. He's supposed to like take over the league for a few years well, if they just give him a chance to. Cripes. Maybe there's a generation, like it's a because he's of the he's a generation. Uh, he's a gen generation Y, right? Is he? I guess he is. Um, yeah. So maybe there's oh, some characteristics that match up. Generation, why aren't they giving him the damn ball? Oh yeah. Right. Boom. Comedy. <laughs> enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park So where did you go on the cruise? I don't know. I, it's so funny you my, don't know. On my schedule, so backward. I've been sleeping days and doing shows at night. I going getting getting breakfast at six o'clock in the morning and then going to bed. You know, I've just been in a. I've been reading, so I read. I read the Elon Musk um, biography, Walter Isaacson's thing, and then I read another. I read like. I just read like three book, three books for the week, and just wrote comedy and read read books. That's great. That's a fun life. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, I've been I listened sort of to like a ninety a minute interview with Musk this week. He's a fucking character, man. I, I never really listened to him for more than a few minutes in a row before. <laughs> yeah, I was I, I before I read this, and I, I'm reading this book because not because I because I'm an Isaacson fan. You know, like I, I stumbled across a, a Da Vinci biography by him years ago. And then it was like, I just was fascinated. I never even knew anything really about Da Vinci, you know, and it was so, it was such, so cool to me. And then the Einstein, then I was like, Einstein one. And then I just kept reading like all of his, all of it, not all of them, but most of them, Benjamin oh. Franklin, I think he's got, so he's, and then, and then this one, I, I was like, okay, it's the Steve Jobs one. So, but I didn't, I realized that, so I don't know much about Musk. So I, actually on my podcast, I did like three episodes that were sort of centered around, I'm getting ready to read this book and everybody has these opinions on them and they don't, I don't really know why so many people hate him or so many people like him. Yeah. He's a lightning you know? rod right now. I do think the idea of him being anti-Semitic is a little, it feels a little forced, but he did repost some dumb things. <laughs> He does make mistakes, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Yes. But he's, you know, he's also like got us got 
basically got us back to being and going to outer space. You know, he built a company off of getting to outer space and taking over for NASA, basically, and lowering a lot of the prices. And, you know, I mean, it's it's this book is a little fluffy and it's very pro Elon Musk. You know what I mean? So it's it's a little it makes me not maybe trust Isaacson as much because it doesn't seem as doesn't seem as like here's why people think he's a dick you know yeah although although it does describe like he's worse than steve jobs even as far as just like all right we're cleaning house why isn't that guy working you know sleeping under his desk and working 20 hours a day and expecting everybody else to do the same and right i mean and just cut just thumbing his nose at regulation and like hey if it defies if it doesn't break the laws of physics we'll do it that way like why is that rule in place whose name is on that you don't know you're fired you know he's like that kind of yeah yeah. interviews he doesn't seem anything like that but he's so like you know he, he doesn't really have much empathy or care about other people although supposedly that's sort of the motivation that's driving him is have electric cars not just to build a new car company but to help human beings get off fossil fuels and same thing with getting to mars he's like we got to broaden the civilization and sort of this sort of the ideal that he paints in this book is that he's sort of driven by that that stuff by reading books science fiction stuff like that you know yeah i sort of i i'm okay with accepting that a you know peak of the pyramid crazy genius will not be good at some social things like it's fine i'm okay <laughs> i don't expect i don't expect him to be it's fine this is a, this is a real game changer this guy is as much as anybody is morphing some of the things about the way we live that's a he deserves a lot of credit for that you know like when he was on i think Bill people Moore, are saying he's lying and not doing it he's taking over other people's company there's a lot of like you know that's just that i that's why I'm confused. Cause it's like, I, I don't feel like most of us really know. And out of nowhere, this guy in the last fit, he's like, he's like Marco's pizza. Like all of a sudden he's just everywhere. <laughs> and like you said, it's so much sort of influence of where our culture and society is. And it's like, where did this, we don't really know like where he came from and like what drives him and all that kind of stuff. He, he does have, he has more kids than Travis Henry. I'll tell you that. He does. Yeah, you know don't that. know that either, right? It's like he no. believes in he's got some weird, you know, smart people need to breed more and we overpop we overpopulation isn't a thing. We need to, you know, we need to be having more kids and stuff like that. Wow, you know? that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's, he's very pro democracy, yet when he's he but when he's in charge, he's a sort of a brutal authoritarian. So it's you know right. he's got it a little bit companies. of that. I'm taking over yeah. Twitter because it's free speech and then when people say shit about him, he's like, block them, you know, like get yeah, them off right. the thing, you know? So he's, he's not yeah. like a lot of us probably not living up to what his ideals are. He makes sense that he's a bit of a lightning rod. Yeah. Right. I get it. Yeah. He did. Ha- he did have some points that I thought were really compelling on the, you know, so he was say he said something about, you know, because I, you know, whatever I've, I've tweeted 33,000 times and this one was probably my worst one. And so I'm painted to be the worst person in the, in the, in the world. And he goes, but I've also, and he like breaks down, you know, started a company, made the best cars, the most, you know, that's made the biggest dent in fossil fuel usage. So you could argue that I'm the best person in the world as well. You know, like he was just very, he's very like, left yes. brain kind of nerdy about how he kind of breaks through things and talks them through. 
I, I kind of, I find that appealing because I, re, I used to hang out with those guys. Those were the chess kids that I used to hang out with. It's that group, the ones that grow up to, you know, study AI. He also, he's fucking terrified about AI, by the way. He thinks it's the that's biggest why, threat yeah. to humans, which I think is And that's why like, he's, oh, man. and that's why he's in the book. That's why his, that's his drive to get in. Cause he's had these conversations with the head of Google and, and the heads of these other places that are doing AI. And he's like, we need to protect humanity in this first, you know? And, right. and they're in, in his eyes they they don't care about that. And he does, you know, and, and right. he really, he's egomaniac enough that he's like, I should be the leader. <laughs> My ideas yeah, are the best ones, you know? Yeah, of course. And, and yeah. then he's working to make that happen. Yeah. But it's, that's what I like too. It's like this, I, I'm drawn to like the, fuck you, I'm doing it my way. And then my way turns out to be right. You know? Right. Like you can't get to space that way or whatever. And he, fuck you. This is the way we're doing it. You know what I mean? If it doesn't defy the laws of physics, we're going to change. He's, you know, like, yeah. And then cutting down, figuring out ways to do it more efficiently and just driving people. And we need that, you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's do this. But now it's time for which comes first. Oh, yes, it's time for which yeah, let's talk comes first. Now tell me, will this happen before that happens? That happens. It's time happens. for which comes first. first. All right, Tom Simmons. I really like that thing, man. That song's grown on me. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't the one that made you go you know some of these are a little long which one was it (laughs) wasn't that one (laughs) it could be any time man uh the falcons could host a playoff game and if, if they do it will likely be the cowboys or the eagles with some kind of you know some kind of 12 and 5 kind of record uh even better than that, probably on the current trajectory. So which comes first, a Falcons hosting a playoff game or a new coach? I think (laughs) the Falcons will host a playoff game next year. And he'll still be coach. But that's not how we're supposed to play the game. Well, you, you can certainly so, tell yes. me why you think the answer is what it is. And I can I can give you the Falcons' remaining schedule, which I was curious about. I didn't know this. I don't. At I Panthers. think they, they, if, I think when they lost that game, they they're out. I think one of the other teams is going. There was a big forward. swing. I think if they won it, they were like eighty six percent to go playoffs. Or if they lost, it was like thirty six or something, something like that. Um, but the next four games are at Panthers, hosting the Colts, at Bears, at Saints. Those are all winnable, depending on which team shows up. That's true. Certainly the first one you'd think they would win against the Panthers. But uh, How does our kicker, the only great player we have on our team, cost us the game? It's a great question. I don't know. They get a lot of uh, mediocrity floating around and rubs off. Yes. I don't know. I think well, the coach I stays. Know. I don't. I'm not paying enough attention, really. But I think the coach. I think they give him another year. I think they do too, but I don't. I don't know if I want that to happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't love it. Um. Yeah, I think. 
I think you're right. I think the coach stays and they host a playoff game either this year or next because the division will continue to be bad. There's no reason to think any of these teams are going to be decidedly good next year. And if the Falcons do upgrade a quarterback, I think they could make a big step forward because I think some of their other pieces are good. Um, we'll see. We'll see. That's what makes it fun. I thought their defense was getting really good. And then, you know, but we're not having Grady Jarrett is that you lose, that's he's the best player on their team. And so to lose him is huge. Yeah, that's yeah. right. All right, let's do a super quick one of these. All right, all right, kids. Put your thinking caps on. It's quiz time. It's quiz time. <laughs> My mom sent me this text today. It was kind of fun. I never thought of this or saw it anywhere else. Um, the first team to fly to an NFL game. And what year was that? <laughs> I don't even know how to begin to break this down and think about it. 1972, Buffalo to Miami. That seems perfectly reasonable. According to this, it was the Packers in 1940. What? Flew to play the Giants. And there's this old-timey black and white picture of the Packers in like, you know, trench coats getting on getting on the plane. It's kind of cool. 1940. That's did they that's like the beginning of World War II. Which, you know, we had air air battles and shit. That makes sense that there would be airplanes available. I didn't when did passenger when did pass I guess passenger flight started before that? Must be. Then they were pricey for a while, and they came down a little. 40, though, seems really early. And football teams weren't particularly making a bunch of money then. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, right? That is interesting. Good question. There you go. Infotainment from Marge. Uh, I'm surprised we haven't lost in the time. I, I don't want to put it out there, but I can't believe we haven't lost a team. To an air disaster <laughs> yet. I mean, we lost when, like we lost like the isn't it Marshall? Olymp- we lost like the 1970 Olympic team to a plane crash, or a lot of like uh, the United States did. Is that right? Like, yeah, yeah. We lost. I, I only know that because of the that's one of a great figure skater got lost in that too. That I know that from my youth. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So, so, but there's never been one for a team. He- you can't come on the football podcast and talk about figure skating twice in a row. It's an acceptable behavior. Did we talk about this last time? Yeah, we talked. About, we, t- we talked about your sister beating Herschel Walker for uh, Georgia uh, Athlete yeah. of the Year, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> high school, high school athlete of the year. Yes. That still seems inconceivable to me. It's not. Well, he. <laughs> <laughs> they had to. They probably had to have the award for somebody that would show. Up. She was fucking good, but I mean, you're right. I, I, this football. is not. I did not mean to diminish the greatness of your sister's figure skating. <laughs> but, but I've seen some tapes of Herschel Walker playing football as a young man, yes. and it's pretty, pretty unbelievably good. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't know about that. That that the, the, there was a plane crash with our Olympic team. That's all. And so, but anyway. But Marshall been, didn't Marshall have some catastrophic the team the plane team plane crashed or something? Wasn't that a thing from our history? All right. Oh, I don't even know that. I should know that. Yeah, 
but there was i think there was times when i was younger where i i like that's how much i wanted my team to get into the playoffs that i was kind of rooting for some version of that for you know somebody in front of them uh on november 14th 1970 a chartered jet carrying most of the marshall university football team crashed into a hillside killing everyone on board oh yeah 1970 that's been a while what was their record in 71 <laughs> oh, that's not right. That's really funny, though. <laughs> I bet it was better than the Panthers this year. Takes a while to retool, I imagine, <laughs> after you lose everyone on board. 75 people. Oh, goodness. Uh, that's terrible. What was the thing you were saying? The Olympic team? I don't know this story either. Late 60s, early 70s, we lost an Olympic team. Or, or let's not put misinformation in the world. Let's get the facts out here. Sabina en route from New York to Brussels, nineteen sixty-one. It was sixty-one. This said the U.S. figure skating world team plane crash. Oh, it was just the figure skaters. Oh my goodness, that sucks. Eighteen members of the U.S. figure skating team. Yeah, headed to Prague, crashed near the Brussels airport. Oh, well, this has been the, uh, both of these were a long, long time ago. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying we're more doing... than 50 years when air air flight, you know, fly, flying around wasn't quite as safe. Uh, but yeah, same question. How was that figure skating team in 1962? <laughs> 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 I think it took a while. I think that I think that vaulted I think that uh vaulted Dick Button's career. <laughs> All right. None of these things have happened in the last 50 years. So that's my don't, point. Don't write me any tersely worded emails about it being too soon. <laughs> All right. Uh where where do people find you, Tom Simmons? If they're trying to follow you on Instagram or whatever, where where are yeah, you? Uh, Instagram at T Simmons Comedy, uh TikTok dumbest tom in the room and i have a dumbest tom in the room uh podcast on youtube so you can check that out <laughs> that's great and uh, you know i'll be in lincoln oregon and uh in in uh chinook woods casino lincoln in, uh, oregon never of, even heard of that in the end of in the end of january like january 26th 27th oh heather's in oregon maybe she'll come find you yeah yeah I don't know how no. far that is from where she is. Where's Lincoln? Do you know off the top of your head? About 90 miles from the Portland airport. Okay. Does your, your cruise ship agent get you this gig? How does this gig no, no, show no. up? It's, no, Pat Wilson just emails you and says, hey, do you want to come there? And then you say yes. And then she gives you a check after you're done. And it's nice. You know, <laughs> she gives you a list of rules. No, no ripped jeans, no t-shirts, no hoodies, oh. no hats. Right. No C words. No, yes. Make sure you, yes. there's all the rules. Don't make sure you clear the, if you have any merch, you got to clear it with the so and so. And yeah. Yep. Yeah. You got to have rules. So I just, yeah, whatever. Dude. I show, show up and tell, tell jokes, have fun. And, you know, that's great. Work on well, Thanks for coming on, man. We got to run. Yeah, man. Um, Kostaki.com no has no... my tour info. 
What's that? Don't we do kudos? Isn't there a segment called kudos or something? Or we do, but like I a... thought we'd skip it because I know you didn't see any. You were traveling. I didn't think you saw it, but you can give some kudos. Okay. I was going to give Flacco. Go ahead. That's it. I was just going to give him to Joe Flacco. I'll do this for one second. There you go. <laughs> Joe Flacco. I love Joe that Flacco. Flacco's back. I think the Jets should be embarrassed that they didn't bring him back when they needed him. He's clearly the better quarterback of all the choices that they had. And he was cheap. Uh, Wilson finally looked good yesterday. So it's like maybe he had his breakthrough, you know? Yeah, but it's too late. This was a team that could have gone to the playoffs if they had come up with a better answer earlier. Could they have? Yeah, because that defense is generational good, crazy good. The running game's good. That team could be really good. And then they floundered around with no quarterback for three months, and now it's too late. Although it is not inconceivable that Wilson will come around and be good now. I don't think that's what's going to happen, but it's possible. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't know. I, I root for I root for the good in people. Like I look root for Musk. I root for Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Desmond me too. Ritter. I want him to be good. I me too. But sometimes they're not. Right. <laughs> How important is a backup quarterback in the NFL? Like you should have two starters at all this times. This year, it's super important, man. If you can, if you can get a Gardner Minshew level backup, that's a that's gold, man. I agree. And how do you not have time to have extra reps for the second string quarterback? Like that doesn't make any sense. Like you, your starter needs every rep. They, they're always like, well, he hasn't been getting reps in practice. Why the fuck not? It's practice. I've been to these training the camps. There's another field right there. Go over yeah. there and I'll run everything another time for everybody. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I agree. All right. Well, hope you get what you want on Monday night, everybody. It's fantasy playoff season. I hope that works out for you and uh, enjoy the football. And we'll talk to you in a week. (laughs) Your music going on. (laughs) All right. Whatever it is. Thanks for listening, kids. We'll talk to you soon. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park